Hacker Public Radio. Hi everyone, this is Clat2. I'm at uh, Southeast Linux Fest 2010, second annual. Um, and I'm sitting in a room with Jeff, and he was a volunteer here at Self today, as far as I know. Is that, is that what you are? Yeah, I was originally a sponsor, but they asked me if I wanted to volunteer, and I said yes! <laughs> You're a sponsor? Indeed. Really? And you volunteered as well? Absolutely. Cool. Alright, that's that's great. Um, so what do you do IRL? Hmm, what do I do IRL? I go to school. And I study electrical engineering. Okay, so if you do electric in, electrical engineering, uh, are you on CAD a lot? Not as much as I'd like to be. Oh, okay. And is, how how long have you been studying this? About a year and a half. Okay, so you're is that like pretty early? So you're still not getting into like the designs as much yet, or? Oh, I'm graduating. I'm graduating next year. I'm I'm pretty almost done. Oh, okay. So why did you say you weren't in CAD as much as you like would, would like? Because um. I took portfolio credit, so I skipped a lot of classes that would basically make up the core of engineering. So what are you designing? Are we talking about like chips or something or motherboards? or I mean, what is what is electrical engineering? Oh, for me, um, since I'm a technologist, I'm more of an applied engineer. I do a lot of microcontroller design and uh, circuit design and, uh, you know, fun stuff like that. I have no idea what any of that means. Um, okay, cool. So how did you find Linux? How did I find Linux? Gosh, I mean, I've been, um, boy, I probably found Linux back in the, the, the late 90s when I had a 2400 baud modem. Probably, maybe it's the early 90s. See, I was probably about 14, so probably about 95. And I started dialing up to BBSs. So uh, my first exposure was uh, to AT&T Unix, actually. Wow. Yeah. And as I mean, but literally, okay. So if you're on BBSs, you're reading or listening about, or I mean, learning about Unix and Linux. When did you like really start? Like, when did you install it? And like, what did you start with? When I was in the Navy, oh, started okay. with uh, Solaris and HPux and uh, some various flavors of of Linux. So you're you're kind of, I mean, you're actually kind of a Unix guy. Yes, I am, but uh, that's off the record. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you saw my shirt earlier. It was uh, Tidewater Unix Users Group, oh, okay. and it's specifically that because uh, the Tidewater area is a lot of military, okay. and a lot of military use uh, a lot of Solaris and HPux, and uh, even not not so much anymore, but AT&T Unix. Okay. Um, that's, I mean, that's like from way back when, but yeah. still we have systems that are you know <laughs> 10, 15, 20 years old that uh, still use ancient hardware and software. Okay, well, no, it's really, really cool. So, shifting topic a little bit, what do you think of the festival? And is this your first year here at Self, or is this your second year at the Second Self? This is my first Self. Okay. Yep, um, I'm originally from Minnesota, so I'm just in uh, Hampton Roads for uh, for the Navy. And i okay. uh, been to a lot of land parties growing up, but uh, <laughs> never been to a Linux festival. It's my first. Oh, cool, okay. So, yeah, what do you think? I love it. Man, it's great. A lot of good talks. I wish I could have gone to more, you know, maybe clone myself a couple times, yeah. so I'm looking forward to the online content uh, as yeah. well, yeah. and forums, or just discussion about it. This is really, really exciting just to, you know, get pumped up and jazzed and meet other people that are just crazy about, you know, Linux and open source. Yeah. The open community is really what uh, this is all about. Okay, well, actually, that was my next question, so I guess you kind of just answered it, but how I was going to say also, the other question, is how important do you think free software is? in general in the world uh, I think focusing on free software would be the the for me it would be the wrong thing to look at for me it's 
the open community, it's open communication. It's not hiding stuff from everybody else. It's just being open and honest and saying, hey, I've developed this. What do you guys think? What do other people in the world think? Because that's a lot of this. I mean, that's a lot what I do in the Navy. I develop systems and I, I develop software to, you know, interconnect everything, basically. And uh, the only way I can progress is by talking to engineers, talking to end users, talking to, you know, developers, and pretty much everybody that has anything to do with the software and hardware that I'm touching. And that's that's the only way that we can really succeed, because anybody that hoards or tries to, you know, privatize or make something, you know, highly um, proprietary really is going to fail in, in today's modern world. Cool. Interesting. I'm, that's an interesting... Yours is kind of a new perspective for me. I've never met someone who does exactly what you do, so that's really cool. You don't know what I do. No, well, you said you made other computers talk to each other. Uh, a lot of what I've done in the Navy is uh, linking systems together, okay. having them communicate. I've worked on a lot of uh, non-existent systems that uh, pass tactical information, and, uh, you know, they're they're not all the same flavors. Right. And, uh, you know, I've used a lot of stuff like Samba um, and uh, even Wine to uh, communicate across platforms. So okay. I think we're heading there because more and more businesses and people are realizing that, you know, we're in a networked world. Everything's connected, and we need to be able to share information. And the only way we can do that is if we have, you know, standards that uh, everyone can, or most people can agree on. Right. Well, cool. Thanks for thanks for talking to me, Jeff. Rock on, dude. <laughs> you mind if I go? Do you have more tickets? Save me one. Do you still have more tickets? I do have more tickets. Other sponsors. You know, us sponsors got to stick together. <laughs> I, I would have given you mine, but I think you just weren't around whenever I was, like, losing them. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Hi, everyone. This is Klaatu. I'm at Southeast Linux Fest 2010, uh, sitting in a room chilling with Lofi, who I actually know from IRC. So how you doing, Lofi? I'm doing okay. How about yourself, Klaatu? I'm doing really well, thanks. Um, so is this your first self? This is my first self. What do you think of it? Love the community. And you're volunteering this year, correct? Yeah. I can't. I didn't originally sign up to volunteer. I just I walked in. Hey, you need help? Okay, I'll take care of it. That's cool. Okay. So, um, all right. So, first of all, how did you um, how did you find Linux, and how long have you been using it? Oh, what year is this? Founded oh six. Oh, okay. Coming out of the military, I took a Red Hat class, but I ended up leaving school for one reason or another. Okay. And I worked as a maintenance man, and came upon a couple of old computers. I remember Linux, so. Huh? So I went to go go back and do the research, and I start off with Ubuntu, then roll myself back out to Debian. Nice. Is that what you're running now? Yes, Debian. Uh, do you run stable or SID? Ah, uh, stable. Ah, uh, so you're one of the stable people. Yeah. Walk on the wild side just yet. <laughs> yeah. Me neither. I mean, I know um, Dave Yates is running SID and everything, but I, I literally did try it, and I, I guess I must have done it wrong because it blew up. It's just something about AppGit. I'd rather do that than yeah. yum anything. No, you know, yum is not so bad, really, I assure you. Hey, I, I, I use CentOS at work, so. Yeah. Um, so, well, actually, that is leading into my next question. Thanks. Um, so what do you do in real life? real life, I'm a private contractor for a small IT company. Nice. Okay, so which entails, like, what, going out on-site to, like, fix networks or something? Or? It involves everything from going in and installing antivirus to setting up a phone system, oh. to hosting a couple of terminal servers. Cool. Okay. And so primarily you're you're doing CentOS on that stuff? Asterix. Okay. And for the most part, CentOS plays a lot into that. Okay. Asterix and Trixbox. Oh, you use Trixbox. Is that still being, like, is that currently developed? 
Well, the version he has. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So as it stands now, half is trick spots, half is asterisks now. Okay. I'm working on putting everything to asterisks now, leaving it at that. So are you pretty good on the whole, like, what is it, PBX stuff? I'm getting there. It's one of those things I didn't learn in school. I had to go RTFM for lack of a better term. Wow. So how did you get into that line of work then? You know, I mean, like, how did you... Because it doesn't sound like you had a whole lot of super formal training in computing. But but you work in com- the computer industry now. I've always been a hardware monkey. I started off fixing VCRs and televisions. Oh, okay. So I just moved up from there. And due to the fact, I, for some reason, I love the fact that I, one computer could talk to somebody way over here. Yep. That's why I got involved in... Networking. That's what I'm working on now. Do you have any um, of the certificate? I mean, I know you said you started to take the Red Hat class, but like the other certifications that some people are talking about sometimes, do you have any of those? I'm actually working towards my Linux Plus. Okay. Granted, my school, they're trying to push me, won't you go to Cisco route? No, I don't want to <laughs> go to... I want to be just specialized in hardware. Okay. If I can do something that can run on any piece of hardware, it's a lot better. Yeah. What's your coolest... I'm going to call it a hardware hack, but you can interpret that as you as as you will. But like, what's the coolest thing you've you've done hardware and Linux wise? Hardware and Linux wise? Yeah. Just getting a network card to work with. It's not even Linux; it's Unix oh, okay. with my FreeNAS server. Okay. So that I shot we run Windows, Linux, and Unix. Wow. Why? Why? Oh, because those are the platforms that they have to support. He runs a he. He does host Windows Terminal Server, uh-huh. and he has a couple of clients. That's all they want is Windows. Right. Of course, the phone system. Right. That's Trixbox or Asterix. Okay. Unix parts comes in with FreeNAS. Right. And when and I'm trying to, I'm not. I haven't gotten smooth wall to where I want it yet. Yeah, that's what I'm working. That's my next project, working on a firewall. I know that some people literally will take like a, a you know a computer and and like have it as a that is the firewall. That's you know, like a whole computer dedicated to being basically a firewall, right? Whereas other people, it's enough to have it, like, I guess, embedded on their router or whatever. Why would you need a whole computer to be a firewall? It depends on how much you really want to have to do with it. Okay. Like a lot of days, yeah, everything is appliance this, appliance that. Yeah. So, you know, why, who would go back and do anything by hand? For some smaller company, some people that just want to manage, be able to have hands-on, they just find an old box and do it themselves. I mean, what else you going to do with the box? You don't want to throw it away. It's right. still good. still works. Put the work. Well, right, recycling hardware. Yeah, exactly. So, how many, how many computers do you have in your in your home? Well, currently, three laptops, one old Dell server, three P3s, one P2, and one P4. My Dell. That's it. That's just computers now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's also phones. I still have VCR. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I buy a lot of my hardware at the flea market. Do you? Give it away, and I'm like... Well, at least they're giving it away, and they're not just, like, throwing it out. Because they're, they're, I was... At one of my old jobs, someone came in and was like, hey, I need to recycle... They said, I think they said, recycle a computer. And I said, okay, that sounds cool. Just bring it in. And you know what I was going to do with it, right? I mean, I was going to recycle it right into my apartment. So he brings it in, and he brings it in like his brown paper bag and I was like that's kind of weird you know and he it's a laptop and he, and he he puts the brown paper bag down and I'm just like why did he bring it in the brown paper bag so he he leaves and he says you know thanks a lot man bye 
and so I'm I, I open the thing and it's like the, his computer and he just smashed it with a hammer like to bits poked holes through the screen smashed the keyboard totally ruined it you know ironically because you know why he was doing it. I'm sure he was going to try to you know how they tell you like you know destroy your hard drive or the identity thieves will get you I'm sure he did it for that reason yeah but you still look at the his hard, hard drive, drive his good. hard drive was still good the RAM <laughs> his, the yeah. inverter the yeah. keys for the le- <laughs> it was insane it can be parted in yeah. yeah 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 totally um, so yeah that's it's really annoying when people do stuff like that they yeah, do. One man's trash, no man's treasure. Exactly, yeah. Alright, cool. Well, thanks for uh, talking to me, Lofi, and yeah, I'm sure no I'll see you in IRC at some point. So. Yeah. Cool. Alright, All right. see ya. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.